and I'm here with your main man, Mano. Mr. <laughs> Mano. I don't think I don't think I'll ever get used to that. And you today don't have we to have get a, used to it. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess right. And today we have somebody special, um, a longtime friend, mm-hmm. um, Mr. Guess. May you introduce yourself? Hello, um, my name is Justin M. Shooks, and I am the host. Oh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that. You can say yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go okay. for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the host of the. Uh, I have my own podcast. It's called the Justin M. Shooks Leadership Podcast. I just want to say thank y'all for having me on today. Of course, man. No we're, t- we're always looking forward for more guests and for more people with like minds mm-hmm. who's decided to start something new and taking that leap. And, and you know, talking about that, it's like um, you saying like um, like minds, it brings back memories of like college with, <laughs> with Justin because we went to college with Justin and he's like, oh, he's a really good guy, good head on his shoulders. And we were in a, a brotherhood basically together. And that was one of that was the mantra, you know. One um, like what was the mantra, Roy? Uh, oh, for brother B two B. It wasn't really a mantra. I know there was like some quotes that I came up with. I am my brother's keeper. Like yeah, yeah, and um, open uh, arms. Dang no, it, I oh, there you go. I know what you're talking. About. The one I the one I came up with. Yeah. Um, many minds, many hands, one vision. Yeah, one mind, something like that. Something. Yeah, like many that, yeah. minds, many hands, one vision. Mm. Then there's also the it's not how you begin, it's how you end. Yeah, but Justin was always like somebody who was very, I don't know, to me personally, he was very inspirational. He always seemed like somebody who was like really focused and really knew what he wanted and what he was going for and went for it. Very like, you know, polite, Honestly, to describe, for me to describe Uh, Shooks is uh, to to call him disciplined. Yes. I think that's one of the the words I would describe him. Y'all are really nice. This dude is disciplined. Dude, no, it's the being, facts, not, man. This no. guy. <laughs> if you no, listen no. to our shit, we were the first to like. <laughs> and I was top. jealous of him too. I was like, man, oh what? So what? I was like, so, that guy is so cool. Look at him. <laughs> Look at him. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Well, it's no, cool, dude. That's all the truth, man. I have like, but I do have a funny story about Justin. Like, I, I rarely, 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 rarely see Justin. Right, and I ran into Justin maybe a few years back. And we ran into each other at the barber shop, and I was oh. like, "Yo, my God, where are you at?" Because um, Justin had oh, been away goodness. from school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I ran into Justin at the barber shop, but we start chatting like like no time has even passed. We we're right mm-hmm. back in it, like we were cool talking stuff like that. And I was like, "Dude, let me get your number so we could stay in contact, right?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put my number down." And literally, I, I put his number down. And then my phone's like, oh, yeah, this number's already registered. So I already had his number. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shoot, I already had your number. He's like, yeah, I guess I have your number, too. So, like, time goes on and stuff like that. And I never contact him. I never text him or anything like that. That's and so then funny. Uh, a couple months late, like, a couple months ago, a few months ago, mm-hmm. I run into him at Kroger. And we started talking and chopping it up. Like, nothing happened. We were cool again. I'm like, dude, I don't think I got your number, bro. Let me get your number. <laughs> Same thing happened, and it's like I started putting his number in. The phone's like, "Yo, you got this number?" I was like, "Guess what? I already got your number, man. I already have it registered." He's like, "I do too," <laughs> and I still haven't texted him since. So I guarantee, you, when I run into him again, I'm like, "Yo, we need to stay in touch. Let me get your number." Mm-hmm. It's just a running thing I noticed. It's I was thinking first, about that a full circle. That's what it was, man. Yeah, every time I see this dude, I ask him for his number. Like I don't have it already. I don't know, man. That's and now funny. we're here doing a podcast. How? Yeah. Know how you know small world is this? You know it's a real small world. You never know when you're gonna run into someone. Uh, so, Mister Shooks, for our audience and our people that don't really know you, um, tell them a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Justin M. Shooks. Uh, I went to school with Roy and Emmanuel. Um, like they said, me and Emmanuel have ran into each other a lot um, over the years, and it feels <laughs> like it feels like no matter like how. Uh, how long it's been or uh, or whatnot like it always seems like we pick up like it seems like no time has passed mm-hmm. um, I'm in grad school working on becoming I'm in my last year of grad school working on becoming a school counselor uh, awesome uh, and um, like I said I have my own podcast doing the Justin Shooks leadership podcast um, leadership is very important to me um, it's not just about um, you know people think that uh, leader somebody that is in like a high position um, but reality is like no matter uh, whether you are uh, no matter what level or where you're at like everybody's a leader and because everybody has the ability to 
influence because um, at the core that is what leadership is um, so I think of leadership as like um, you know some people it's like I don't think of it just as a leader I think of it as a person and becoming the best version of yourself um, and acquiring those uh, the, the skills the character traits um, that are going to help you become that person so what I mean by like like I mean like integrity um, being able to build uh, healthy relationships, being able to communicate. All of these things are important in whether you're married, whether you are, um, you know, in a, your professional life, um, uh, relationships, like you have to be able to talk to your, your significant other without being able to communicate. You won't be able to get um, things across effectively or uh, be able to influence people in the way that you, you want to influence them. Um, and I don't really like talking about myself, okay. but I'm going to, yeah, let's go, keep going. <laughs> we need to get used hey, to you it. you did if, good, man. You said a lot. If you're going to be uh, a leader, man, you got to be able to talk to yourself in, in a way of not bragging. Yeah, um, but. But with that being said, the segue to, of today's topic Wait, is going to be. Wait, actually, I will put oh. something about that based on, like, you know, I want to add a little bit on what, what Shex Like, um, what Roy said earlier about Shex is that he's, um. Like he's determined and he's motivated and all that. It's like man. and very disciplined. Like the fact that I didn't even know he was in grad school to become a school counselor. But as soon as he said that, I'm like, wow, he actually did it. Because he's been saying that's what he's gonna do for the longest now. Like as long as I know chicks, he's this is what he's gonna do. And well, so first of all, physical therapy. Let's be. If we, oh, if we go yeah. way no, back when. Yeah, no, but, I, but I'm saying, that's, okay, that's me. what, but for as long as I do it, like he talked about being a, a school counselor. Like I've always mm-hmm. heard him talk about that. Right, and like, right, right. Him, like, and congratulations, man. I know you only got, you got only a year left. So you're literally, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Congratulations. Hopefully everything goes smoothly and you start, you know, start Hopefully, your career. It is going to go smoothly. What are you talking about? Hey, we man, I don't know. Corona happened this year. Nobody, that, so that's what? nothing that nobody could have controlled. And, yeah. you know, so, shit like that well, could happen. You never know. That's just a bump in Rhodes' life, you know. That's true. That's, that's, that's true. all it is. Um, but, yeah, to take away to a segue, um, for leadership, we're actually going to be talking about business-related topics today. Because I feel like leadership goes tremendously hand-in-hand with running a business or even owning or even starting a business. And my question to you guys is, what business, if you have any, would you start in 2021? Like, if you could start any business, if financial means is not really, uh, you know, an op- like you have the financial means to start one, what business would it be? Emmanuel? All right. I, 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 like, I've done this already, but I really enjoyed it. So it's something that I'd probably do again and whatever. Like, I love um, flipping. I love flipping stuff, man. Like whatever it is, if I could get a good deal and sign and sell it for a, a, a higher price, I'm all for it. So I don't know. Like I would, if I had a like the money, the means and stuff like that, I don't think I would be doing on a more cleaner end. But like cleaner. <laughs> that sounds so shady. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'll be, I'll, you know, I won't be doing it underground anymore. But no, seriously, if like if it's just my own finances, like what I have mm-hmm. now. Um, you know, just like reselling, like get things at a good deal and like, you know, sell it on eBay. I actually really enjoy that. Um, as long as I'm that, um, what you call those things? Uh, scalpel scalpers. What do you call those people that literally buy things? Like they literally buy everything and then they're the only one who have it. Now they're selling it at a super high price. I don't respect those people because I feel like, you know, you just, you being scummy. Like I forgot it's hoarders. No hoarders. Oh, scap. Scapping or whatever it's a it's a word like that um like for example for the ps5s and xbox ones when they came out people literally bought good bit of them and then now they're they were selling them at a crazy prices on ebay mm-hmm. and stuff and it's like that's kind of scummy because like there's somebody like especially during the holiday seasons probably some parents trying to buy for their kids for the holiday and now you're like nah if you don't have double you can't get one <laughs> yeah. that's stupid that's that so dumb true. man um is that what you would start? Like, yeah, and I, I, I'd sell like more premium items, like um, like MacBooks and stuff like that. Okay, yeah, I'd like Most flipping so, stuff. So or houses when I get money. Yeah, yeah. ecom, uh, not e-commerce per se. What well, that is e-commerce? If you really is it is it e-commerce? Yeah, it's okay. under their umbrella. Okay, fair um, enough. For me, I probably, I mean, I still do that stuff, so I can't really say I'll start. Mm-hmm. If uh, if I have the financial means of like to start anything, it would honestly probably be. Um, 
like real estate. Again, that's one of the things that I'm striving for now with the business I'm doing in is that I'm trying to save enough money to start. Um, I already started by doing research and reading books and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But one of my biggest things is that how I want to generate wealth and like continual wealth for me and my family is through like real estate and through other means, of course. Uh, how I would do that is honestly doing rentals and focus more so on affordable housing for people who is struggling to pay rent and stuff like that in that type of market, like Section 8. Um, maybe some multifamilies, it depends. But traditionally, I want to f- focus on single-family homes and affordable affordable living. That's where I would t- honestly take my next steps. Um, what if you do have the finances? Which one, what, what, what business would you run if you do have the finances to do it now in 2021? To do it now? It, was, it will be that. The houses? Just, you have the finances yeah, to, to be fifth houses? It's just be real estate. Shit, then I look like the poor man. I'm over here like, man, you know, I flip an iPhone and whatnot. It's just like, yo, I'm trying to flip houses. Like, hey, man, honestly, that's like big money over here. People make people make a decent sized living off, you know, um, flipping shit, like flipping, you know, material goods on eBay. You know, there's um, in part in one of my um, in my in one of these private groups, like I know somebody that makes like um, make a million or make multi-millions of dollars by um, flipping on eBay. Yeah. I know some that make six figures. You it know, just it's takes just, a lot oh, of work. That's it all. is. Because once you hit a certain threshold and a certain amount of money, because it's honestly just continuing the momentum. And, and like you could get employees talk. and stuff like that. It becomes yeah. a whole operation mm-hmm. instead of just... Absolutely. Instead of a one-man. Mm-hmm. Um, because if... I think uh, if everything goes well... And I feel like if you do it, man, and you like put the time and effort and continue I like doing do it, it as a hobby, though. I don't like I wouldn't. Oh, OK. Like maybe later. I don't know. Like I wouldn't be doing it on. Maybe I would. But like I like doing it as a hobby right now, not mm. necessarily as a means of income for me. Like, of course, the money is good. If I make money like that's extra money in my pocket. But I'm I'm not relying on that, on that money to survive, to pay my bills or whatever. It's more yeah. of like, you know, this is extra money it's a hobby i like doing it i enjoy like doing the it's little business it's, it's a just, side hustle for me. it's a side hustle mm-hmm. so yeah um, i'll do that but yeah oh there's a point that you made that i'll tackle on later on in the podcast okay. uh but what about you uh, mr shooks do you have anything that you would start if you have mm. the financial means okay so uh recently i've been thinking about uh i need to do like airbnbs so okay. there's a part of me that wants to like uh so i'm like you know how you people think like uh instead of like focusing on uh you know, having, uh, you know, the, the nice house, the nice cars, like right now, like mm-hmm. you know, thinking about like the future. So I thought about uh, getting me like uh, a smaller home, like a, a house, having a house, but then having a uh, like an RV or mobile home on the side that I kind of like live in. But the, the house I kind of use for um, for Airbnb no. so that people can mm-hmm. come in. So I'm like, they're pretty much like they're not there all they're not there like, you know, all the time, but they're there. Uh, for like you know a couple days three days mm. and then while they're there I like i'm either either i have a, a downstairs um part of the house that's like um that's section off. The, yeah, that's the, yeah the section mm. off to the point where like i live down there or i have like mm. a rv or mobile home like that i live out there like it's just like i've been thinking about doing art airbnb uh, and if I, you know what's you crazy should, about that you get a that's tiny called, house uh, that's called um house hacking um it's called house hacking. Basically, okay. what you're doing is um, people, uh, they usually, what people do um, from like, again, one of the private groups I'm in, uh, they call it house hacking. And what they would do is find a duplex, which is secured by FHA mm-hmm. loan, which anybody can apply for like first time homeowners or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think it's like a 3% or 5% depending on who you go with and the market. But basically, they will rent out the top, and pretty much the top will be paying mm. for the whole entire and live free. Mm-hmm. Um, then after like the first year, because under the rules of the FHA loan, you have to live on property for at least a year. Then they will um, rent out that room, then do the same process over. And that's how typically people start with like house uh, renting and stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's a great idea. That's a good uh, idea. You should look B&B's into that, Justin. Mm-hmm. But so it's very, it's very, uh, what you call it, and uh, what, and the funny thing about that is like, um, about you saying about like, uh, living in, uh, uh, what you call it, like a, a mobile home, yeah, yeah. I think that's like also a or great a tiny idea house. Because, I like mm-hmm. tiny houses. Um, it's a great idea because again, like, um, instead of just well, 
you can still rent out a property for Airbnb, but you still have to be a resident. So you living in that place still on property, I think allows you to rent out both places. Well, one for oh. Airbnb and then the second one for an actual rental. So now you're recouping first um, the rent for or the mortgage for that property. Then also you bring in, you know, cash flow. I think it's pretty mm-hmm. smart. But let me um, ask you this, Justin: mm-hmm. Would you be able to 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 live in a tiny home for? I bet. Oh, I guess it's only for three. It's three days. Okay, because I know a lot of people think they can like in the moment because it looks cool. But like when you start, then you don't have all your the space commodities. It, yeah, commodities that you have in your house is just kind of like then you start like, man, I can't do this. Because I remember I, I was it. watching this video that this people, they bought a tiny house. And then a few years later, it's not even a tiny house anymore. They, they, they've added so many things oh, to it. It's I'm like, Legos. Shit, you should, yeah, it's basically like Legos. They're just adding um additions to the tiny Legos. house to where it's not even a tiny house okay. anymore. I'm like, okay, okay. Whatever, whatever. That defeats the point mm-hmm. of having a tiny house. Yeah, but. I mean, I, I that's, again, um majority of people, I feel like most people in the US who have like wealth as in like like they are wealthy um I don't like the connotation of rich but I like the the word of wealthy um I think we've had this discussion before I'm like I still yeah. don't know what the fuck rich or wealthy mean I thought they meant the same thing but no, I know you explained it to me yeah. but I still don't know the difference uh, like, it's, like they the generate their wealth through um real estate majority of people oh, like, yeah yeah it's crazy um so and you know and sometimes it's generational wealth so like my son you know his son um so on and so forth can just maintain the business and still be able to provide for themselves and live a life of you know kind of in a way leisure yeah you know Mm -hmm. i have an example actually um okay so uh, like for ideas of business just a just a side note i was thinking about it i've had this idea for a little bit yet so no you guys steal it whoever's listening don't steal my idea okay so i'm gonna take it I got, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got lawyers. Okay. I got paperwork ready. So I'll sue anybody. Um, so basically when I worked in a hospital, right. Um, I used to see a lot of amputees come in, like, you know, leg amputees and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then my mind said, huh, I wonder where that other shoe is. (laughs) That's just how my mind worked. I'm I'm like, you, you have to buy both. They don't sell single shoes. And I was like, yeah, they don't sell single shoes. That would be a great bit like business idea where people could just you know sell Actually, sell their yeah. sell the other shoe. And I'm wow. pretty sure there's gonna be somebody out there who needs a right one of the same size. <laughs> and then somebody wow. else needs a left one. And then somebody else that's, needs the left one because it's like a pretty good idea. Because it's a I'm waste because they're not gonna give them fifty percent off just because they only need the one. So mm-hmm. might as well you could recoup a little bit, even if you can't sell it full price, like the same price you bought it. But let's say you bought a shoe for a hundred dollars or sixty dollars or whatever the case is, you sell it for like half that price or even thirty three percent of that of the total cost. I feel like you're getting a little bit of money, you're getting a discount because damn, you don't need it. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about maybe if it's not even a business, maybe I could get some kind of like partnership with people. Like let's say I could link up two people who are the same size, and literally they don't even have to do. They could just trade shoes if they have the same style. And one is missing a left leg, a uh, left foot, or whatever, and the other one is missing the right wow. one. And if they could connect together and just be like, "Hey, I just bought this shoe, but I don't need the other one. Send it to that person. The other person, when they get a brand new shoe, hey, I don't need the other one. I know you're the same size. You must say you like the same style as me, so I'm gonna mm-hmm. send it to you. So that doesn't even have to be a monetary gain. There, it's just more of a looking out for one another. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought about like you know, the only issue of that is that you know, what if they do have like um, then they don't have to join. A false, a false leg, you know. So then, then, yeah, like then, then those people. Then it's yeah. not for those people. It's for people who choose not to have a, a, a prosthetic. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if they don't have a prosthetic, then it would be, it would, it would be. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. I should start mm-hmm. that. And then the other day, um, I saw somebody. I, I saw another amputee on Instagram, like, and I was like, and they were using um crutches and stuff like that. They didn't have a prosthetic. I was like, damn, he has probably so many shoes. He just, what do you do with it? Do you throw it away? Or do you just leave it in a closet? That's very interesting. I never thought about it. That's actually a really, I think it's a really good idea. Don't steal um, it. I swear I'm suing. I'm suing everybody. <laughs> everybody get shot. Pew, am, pew. Uh, at this moment, I am actually making a. Uh, <laughs> I got an app on the works. Copyrights for this right now. Just yeah. I have it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm working it. on something. <laughs> That's a great idea, man. Um, Honestly, Shooks, I honestly can see you starting a gym. 
I can yeah. see you starting a gym. I, I think I told you this. There's no money in it, but yeah. There, oh, there is money in it. There's no money in a gym, bro. There is money in a gym. I saw this, is there? Uh, there's this one gym in like around uh, like in you know Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if you heard of Abs Gym. Is well, it the one near the dental place? Uh, it's right near the the new courthouse. Okay, no, and I don't know. And she has a gym where it's like it's, there's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of people like that go there. Mm-hmm. But like there's a there's like it's like because it's like a like a family type place and mm-hmm. um, when you walk in there's like a lot of like motivational inspirational type stuff and mm-hmm. it's, it's she's like a she kind of does her own like you know counseling slash life coaching there and so mm-hmm. I was like I, I kind of like this idea but uh, the the idea of a gym I feel like like back in the past yes I would have done something like that but now no because I feel like I'm not like the same person yes okay I, I enjoy like you know working out and stuff like that but it's like not on the same type of uh level that it used it's to not, be, you know? yeah it's not because i know you were really big into fitness um i don't know where you at there where you are now but i, mm-hmm. I maybe that's why roy was like you know yeah um, well uh, i'm just that I, I, i'm also saying it just because like it it, it coincides with like you know a, a healthy body is a healthy mind yeah mm-hmm. and but even then, um, even the healthiest people still need some, you know, some help. Yeah, because so you know like, what I was thinking about? I was, I was thinking, like, when you said that, Roy, I was like, I don't think he should start a gym because, like, all the all the upfront costs and all the problems, like, you know, just the liability in general. But I was like, I could well, see him well, as a trainer, though, a personal trainer. Well, yeah. And but I feel like this. The cost for a gym uh, with a lot of things in, like, when it started business is often the upfront costs, which is, like, the materials and, like, the mm-hmm. rents then the licensing and all that stuff. And after that, it's actually going out because if, again, if a lot of people, if we refer Shooks to a lot of our friends, they're like, oh, yeah, he's into fitness. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not really him being sectioned off to like bodybuilding or, um, you know, uh, or comp- no, mm-hmm. competitive, yeah. you know, he, he just, we just know him as a person who knows fitness well because mm-hmm. he, is, he is the byproduct of his results because um, A, the way he looks. He's competed um, too. <clears throat> yeah, and... And for me, I feel like um, that's one thing that I haven't really saw until you just mentioned now is somebody who tackles both the counseling mm. and, you know, the life coaching and then also the the physical aspects like mm-hmm. your body and the, and just doing all that stuff. Um, I, I don't know. I think it's a very I think personal thing. trainers kind of do that, too, in a way they do. But I don't think it's to the scale of. of like a, what do you think, Jessica? I feel like you have more experience with like personal I, trainers yeah, and I, that kind yeah. of. Because I know you've had some before. I think uh, I, I kind of tie, like you, I think what Roy said, I kind of tie uh, counseling, mm-hmm. uh, personal training, uh, leadership, um, and like I kind of tie it all together because, uh, I don't know how to say this, it's like counseling, like you, like you can, you can, you can, uh, people can, you know, get their bodies right on the outside but mm-hmm. if they don't take care of the things like the they don't inside. build themselves they don't build up the stuff on the inside then once that stuff that you, once those muscles and um and you know you get you you're not running the same 5k you're not lifting the same type of weight um once those things start to go then you start to uh feel um you don't you don't feel as as confident about mm. like confident in yourself so I mm-hmm. feel like if you take care of those things on the inside, then it doesn't matter whether you have you're able to run that five k, whether you're able to uh, look uh, at like look your best, like you know physically, like you still have that confidence no matter what. And okay. um, so I kind of like and and leadership, like I said, like leadership is kind of like taking care of the the inner counseling is like taking care of the the inner, um, and kind of building our our building like the white building building outward starting outward and, and building starting inward and building outward oh, yeah. yeah so mm-hmm. i and i went, uh, I went i'm sorry i don't want to keep going i want to i want no you go 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 on keep did you fine and i kind of look at um like i am a, i'm a personal trainer certified personal mm-hmm. trainer so i kind of mm-hmm. look at it as uh i kind of look at leadership the same way uh, every time that you uh, you 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 gain like a, a leadership quality, whether it's integrity, 
any of the type of leadership qualities, like you are adding another uh, muscle and, mm-hmm. and I don't know, you, you, and I don't explain, but yeah, I, I give him gosh, go on, go ahead. But um, let, let me <laughs> ask fine. you that. Let me ask you. Um, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. This question. Um, like, do you think there's a. Oh, and just to add a point of what you said, I think it's more like uh, like you filling the void with something else. Like when you were saying with the you have the flashy muscles and you can run fast, but you can't do it anyway. Yeah, the false like you building, the you build, yeah, you building this void inside you, but it's still empty. So when you don't have those things, it's like you are you. That's all you are. It's just the muscles and the yeah. athleticism, but you're empty inside. And I think people do that with like um, materialistic things as well. One hundred percent. Or in like relationship, 100%. like you know, sex, whatever the case may be, they fill it with something else. But there's something deeper within them that needs healing, that needs fixing, yes. or that would bring them happiness. But it doesn't do that. So I completely agree with you. But my question mm. to you now is, do you think there's a there's a room or room for that? personal trainer motivational speaker um counselor person and if there is like a need for it if it's not something that's already available why don't you try to fill that that say, it um, again. say that again i'm sorry um i'm saying like do you think that there are people like people out there is it something that's common because I'm, I'm not part of that world that that let somebody is it common to have like a personal trainer motivational motivational speaker a counselor all in one like when you like, you know, um, when you hire someone, like, could you hire somebody that's all three, like purposely for that? Not that not coincidental, that person does all those things, but like purposely seek somebody that's all three of those things. And if they, if it's not out there, would you be able to be someone like who does that, who starts something like that, like that kind of business? Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, I think one person that comes to mind when I think of uh, people that are like, you know, focused on the N word and who uh, not just motivate, but kind of like, because motivational speakers or motivational speakers are people that like, you know, you you get people uh, hyped up for that, Mm -hmm. like that split uh, minute or whatnot. Then they kind of walk away. uh, It it goes after. It fades. Wow. I just, you remind me of David Goggins now, because that's the first time I remember. See, I, I was that's that. the thing I was going to reference. I was yeah. like, uh, one of the people that I think is like that is fucking David, David Goggins. Goggins. Yeah, but which is a familiar sorry, name in around this podcast. But uh, the but some people are like transformational. Like when I think of mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if you know Jen Jennifer Widerstrom, who is uh, uh, she was on um, Biggest Loser. Biggest Loser. Yeah, yeah. I know she's her. she's type person. Like she just. She hits that. Uh, she trains you from the inside out. Like she mm-hmm. uh, and, and she truly like uh, I don't explain like truly just cares about. I don't know. Cares about people. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going off topic, but um, no, you're, you're fine. I believe that I, I believe that I, I believe that I, I could be that way because I've kind of like experienced like from my mm-hmm. own personal experience when I was in I was in good shape and I was on the. I was on when I was in good shape, and I felt like I was uh, very like arrogant and not arrogant, but like I was, you know, I was feeling myself. Hmm. And really, I got to a point I got to a point like you know I got to a point where you know you 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 are doing like when you when you become when you get in great shape and you're doing it for like yourself. But you have to find like some people like okay they doing it for the wrong reasons. You mm-hmm. uh, you say okay I wanna uh, I want nice abs I wanna uh, have big muscles so that um, a nice juicy get, butt don't yeah, forget yeah. that yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that. yeah that too like I want these things and like that's not gonna help you to do it for the long run. Like you have mm-hmm. to find a reason that is uh, that is kind of like bigger than yourself. Like mm-hmm. I want to be in the best shape possible so that I can like be the best uh, counselor that I can be, so that yeah. I can be the best friend that I can be. And mm-hmm. when you do that, like it, it kind of takes you out of it. And um, I don't explain it. You, I think you're doing a good job, man. You yeah, dude, you're doing a good job. You just kind of got like you just kind of got like you know take your uh, you got to take yourself out of the the. The personal gain aspect of it, but something larger than you. To help, yeah, to help, to help, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
I agree with I agree with you there because um mm-hmm. for example like um you brought up the Biggest Loser I think um Jen the which you brought up I think the reason is because a lot of people who are overweight like like obese and stuff like that that are having an eating problem um there might be medical issues there too uh, so i don't want to speak on those people but for a lot of people it is emotional eating that causes it and emotional eating there's a root to it so if you could tackle that root you could solve that problem like what's making you eat like you know what's the problem like you know what are you like what's making you anxious because some people eat because they're anxious scared nervous or depressed or whatever the case may be there's something that's causing them to you know, go to food as their remedy or their crutch. Yeah, their crutch. So mm-hmm. I think like if you tackle that, you fix that, then yeah. the eating doesn't doesn't get as bad anymore. Definitely. And you can start training the body because you help them. You help their soul. You help their inwards. Yeah. You, you know, you did all that. So I think that's why the the Biggest Loser helps. Mm-hmm. You got you got to figure. But I do hear though. Um, I was just speaking their praises, but I think I said almost it was a crazy amount of percentage of people who goes right back after they get off the show because mm-hmm. it's more trend it's not lifestyle changes it's more like extreme weight loss challenges type of thing mm-hmm. so it doesn't last because you didn't change your life you didn't change your eating habits you did for that time to win the challenge to win the thing because you, later on, mm-hmm. because you had to but later on in life stuff happens and problems happen again and then you go right back to yeah. Mm-hmm. What you know is safe and secure, which is the Twinkies and the ice cream. Oh. Fuck, I like those things. So I'm not talking about <laughs> <laughs> Not Twinkies, though. Twinkies are disgusting. I don't know how people eat them, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, Roy, just, I think you were going to say something. Uh, <laughs> I forgot. I feel like I cut you up right when you were about to say something. something. Um, yeah. Well, no, dude, I, I completely agree with uh, Emmanuel. Going back to what we were discussing about um, you encompassing all three from and you building from like the inside outwards. I think, honestly, the strongest way I feel like people can build their, their I guess, mental discipline is by having and fo- following a consistent schedule. You know, just yeah. saying, hey, at this time, this is when I'm going to, you know, read 10 pages. At this time, is when I'm going to off the TV, off my phone, and just meditate. At this time, is when I'm going to wake up and mm. go to the gym. Mm. Um, I think that's how people first should start yeah. developing discipline. By just saying small goals, achievable goals, not saying I'm going to wake up for the next three months at 4.30 or 4 o'clock yeah. and go to the gym. You got to take the small ones because small ones build. It's like the snowball effect. It starts small, but you roll it down a hill, it's going to... Gain momentum and get just it's just like with, uh, like with building muscles, man. Yeah, you don't like you don't get strong from working out that day. You get yeah. strong from the recovery. You don't know you yeah. don't notice it. Like you don't notice the gains you make day by day, day by day. Mm. Usually, you have to look at pictures like, um, like a, a three months later. Like oh Before shoot, I, there's mm-hmm. a there's a transformation there. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, to go back on that, I do think that's a a. Later on, if you want, Shooks, I think that's something that you probably should try to feel like market yourself as somebody that that like is a motiva- motivational counselor, trainer okay. type of person. Mm-hmm. I think that um, a lot of people would like that, would want that. I don't know if, of course, your pricing would be a little bit more premium than just a personal trainer because you're offering more. So and you're you probably, you probably, you'll be, of course, you're private, but you wouldn't be getting as much. <laughs> Um, business, but you will get business. Well, like you will get going, a lot because a lot of people want it. But at the same time, people want stuff that's cheap too. But well, you can't be say, doing me, all this for cheap. Let me uh, add in there. Um, my friend, uh, actually, me and Symphony's mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Um, more or less her friend than mine. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. We had a little intermission. Intermission. Um, but yeah. Um, I forgot what, what was. I, I don't even remember where we at. But I did have a question <laughs> in mind, though. Um, I don't know if, uh, Justin, do you remember where you left off at? I don't. All right, we're going to move on because uh, I really don't want to go back and listen to what we were talking about. Um, I do have a question um, for, for Justin because, like we said before, we think Justin is motivated and, like, you know, he's determined and stuff like that. And I don't know if he believes that about himself, but, like, on the outwards we see it. So I have this qu- question for you is – Mm. how did you become motivated determined the way you are is it something that you've always had as a child or like a mm. household that was brought up um that was like you know enforced in you or is it something you had to learn as you got older because you had a goal in mind 
and was you just had to learn or nurture. Yeah. <laughs> and if it was if it was learned and it wasn't like your parents that kind of put it in you, like what did you have to do to get to this point? Like like you said, I don't feel like I'm as motivated as people make me Most out people to don't think they be. Are. <laughs> yeah. But I think it started off when I was a kid. Um, okay. I remember uh, moments where I had to, uh, like you know, like we all, like you know, you know, how, like chores. Some people, I guess, not chores, but just like you know, you have those moments where, uh, where like you know, things just happen. And I'm what I mean by that is like you know, you have moments where, uh, where you know, you may not. Uh, how do I say it? You know, like the you know the 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 war like you the the water you know like water getting cut up cut off, um having like to struggles. yeah the struggle struggle days yeah yeah, yes. yeah. <laughs> water getting cut off having to walk up to your uh your grandma's house just to um with uh with uh buckets Some or gallons or yeah gallons mm-hmm. and you go up there get water and then you have to um, put it on the stove. Um, uh, and then, uh, having, uh, just, I don't know, like I always felt like tough I times, ha- tough times and, um, having like, like, I just, I, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, those, t- I don't explain, like, I just want to, you had a chip on your shoulder, huh? Not even yeah. that. You had a chip on your shoulder. Yeah. You like you went to, um, you struggled like, uh, we had like a podcast. Talking we about, literally like, were we, talking about the other day, like yeah. how struggles makes you be innovative like make you not think outside the box make you make you not want to be in that position anymore make you yeah like you know i'm not gonna have to struggle even though my parents had to do to do that i see how hard it was on my parents and all the sacrifice they had to make for me mm-hmm. and do and like the struggles i had to go through i'm not gonna put myself through that if I, all i know and you have a set plan of this is what i have to do to make it then i'm gonna do it yeah. is it is it something like that or uh I guess it's a little bit. It's it's yeah yeah it's it's that. Um, <sighs> yeah, is that? <laughs> it, is, is that? No, I mean I, I wanted uh-huh. to say it's just that. I, it will come to you, man. Yeah. Um, like we're putting you on a spot, so it's gonna be a little yeah, bit tougher yeah. to like you know have like a like concise. I, okay. Like so I that's said, when I, you were like, that, oh. that that was when you were younger. So okay, maybe you don't really <laughs> like could word right. that. But how about when you got older? Because I remember. Um, something specific is like you know, physique when you decided to um, compete. Like uh, I know yeah, you, yeah, because I remember you were very, like I didn't know how what you did outside of school, whatever. Like you know your routines there, but I know for um, nutrition, you used to walk around with a with a mm. um, with a lunch bag, a cool lunch mm. bag that had all your foods for the for each meal mm. and stuff like that. You walked around with a gallon of water, I believe. So mm-hmm. you were really motivated in that sense because, you know, you were going to compete. So, mm-hmm. like, is that something, did that come easy for you? Of course, like, you know, doing something challenging is not easy, like, physically. But I'm saying, like, mentally, was it something that you were used to? You just had to adjust yourself? Or is it, like, you had to really, like, oh, I'm not going to do Like, you had to work hard at, like, you know, yeah. staying in line. I had to, like, uh, if that was not something that came easy to me. Because um, I had to do things that I normally would not do. So wake up earlier, uh, not eat the foods that I would normally eat. Uh, just wear, wear, you know, just honestly, like, I don't like, like I said, I don't like talking about myself, but mm-hmm. um, I had like, th- it, it, it wasn't something that came natural to me. Uh, but I had like the reason that I like, I knew that if I did not, uh, do the things that I needed to do that it was going to show. So I mean, what I mean by that is like, you know, if I didn't uh, give, give the show everything, give the, 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 the preparation, like everything that I had mm-hmm. that I was going to look like crap when I got on stage. And that's right. something that I did not want to do. Um, <sighs> um, waking up at like, uh, waking up at like, so, my my I don't know, like my trainer he had me come up with this he had this program for me and like and uh I don't wanna go off topic. I feel like I'm going off topic. No, you good, but, you good. There's no topic, um, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just be um, talking. I didn't want to let him down. Uh I didn't wanna like 
like just you're holding yourself accountable yeah i was holding myself accountable uh and it was something about uh it was something like like that 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 competition kind of gave me a reason to give me like that that it was kind of like that catalyst to help me to do like you know wake up at 4 20 in the morning to mm-hmm. uh it kind of was like that that goal that that goal of like you know winning that competition kind of gave me the reason to wake up at uh, four twenty in the morning uh, to go to the gym and to do my cardio to do everything that I needed to do okay. in order to um, in order to get where I wanted to get to. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, like, do you have any advice? Like, I know, I know, you said like you know the motivation of succeeding and not failing or looking bad, especially like with competition you're literally on stage people are judging you um mm-hmm. so i know that like you know that pressure but other than that like it did is there anything that you did to like make it easier for you to stay focused other than that that mindset like was there anything like you cheat sheets that you had to like cheats that you had to do to just make sure that you stayed on the right path i guess is what i'm asking i had to be prepared so i had to make sure that uh, i cooked like that i was that i cooked my food every weekend so that mm-hmm. whenever, like, you know, if if somebody was cooking, eating something that, you know, I, I knew that I couldn't like eat because it would have been easier for me to 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 fall off if I wasn't prepared. Oh. Um, so I was always prepared. Um, I was uh, yeah, like Roy, I kind of like what Roy said, just building on the disciplines like in the beginning. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't a habit for me to wake up at 420 in the morning. I would wake up and I would feel like, oh, my goodness, you know, you know, when you wake up, it's like that early it's like oh my goodness it's still dark mm, like yeah. this doesn't feel this doesn't feel normal this isn't right Mm-mm. and then like eventually like like it began to feel like okay this is this is this is this is normal this is this mm-hmm. is right and so i think it's like the discipline over time like it was i didn't start off you know uh like that but i think over time like of doing it over and over and over like i was able to block out the distractions I guess if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, yeah. that makes. You had sense. the momentum on your side, the momentum mm-hmm. of doing it, the consistency, and, and something that light. you, something you tackled on that I, I, I absolutely agree with is the preparedness, and mm-hmm. um, like if you're prepared, like you know what the like you said with the food, if yes. like, you know if you have your own food, like if even if somebody has food, it's harder for you to break your diet because you in the back of your mind you're like I know I got food, so if I go eat this, it's just because I'm. I'm yes. doing it on purpose. But if you don't have mm. food prep and somebody offers you food, you're like, I'm hungry. It's going to take a long time for me to go <laughs> uh-huh. cook. Might as well eat the pizza that everybody else is eating. Yeah, it's but, and, 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 and like I said before, you brought your own little food um, in your cooler to yeah. school every day you went to school. So that's you being prepared because we be having pizza parties randomly sometimes oh, yeah. in oh, certain dude, clubs. All so <laughs> you having your little chicken breast and broccoli or brown rice, whatever the case may be, or sweet potato. I remember sweet potato. But yeah. um. That's cool. And uh, to add to that, like, I I know me, like, me and Roy currently are, like, waking up early to go to the gym um, mm-hmm. at the 4 o'clock times. I like, we're not perfect at it, but we're trying. And I, one thing that I know I do personally is, like, I sleep in my gym clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, So when I wake up, all I have to do is put on my shoes, brush my teeth, and head out the door. And that, that, that I feel like that little thing alone yeah. helps makes it easier. Because, like, when my alarm goes off and I already have my gym clothes on, it's harder for me to stay in bed because I'm like, I'm already ready. Might as well just yeah. <laughs> just get it over with, man. Let's, I, let's, I feel let's like get it over with. It's it's like those like it's 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 like small things that you have to do mm-hmm. uh, to kind of motivate yourself, like for that for that day. Like you said, yeah. uh, putting on your gym clothes. Uh, for me, it's like making sure that I, I brush my teeth first thing in the morning, or or mm-hmm. read certain things like like the. It's, it's weird how like it's weird how routine can really like push you and like make you do what you know you need to do a perfect mm. book for that i would recommend is um the power of habit i think it's called it's mm. just the idea of like um once you do something you correlate it with something else like once you do it like um and the example they gave was for like febreze i don't i don't i don't want to misquote them or word them wrong so i'm gonna just give an example they have like febreze at first they were um selling it for for like um, the smell, removing smell like on smokers and stuff like that and other things. They marketed several times. So they found out that the 
best way that they actually made a lot of sales and it went crazy is that they used Febreze not as a way to to like clean stuff or to um, destroy things, but it was basically more of like a a routine. Like, hey, after you're done cleaning, you spray the Febreze. Now you feel like you just put a bow on top of your present, basically of the cleanness. Mm -hmm. So you remember, I don't remember if you remember this commercial. When I was reading the book, I was like, that is true. Every commercial is after everybody cleaned, they just sprayed the room and they're like, ah, much better <laughs> like you know they, they all they look around like proud of like the work they did and that's how Febreze was marketing it so and then pe people it, it worked in people's mindsets like after they clean if they didn't feel like the place was clean unless they sprayed it down with some Febreze mm -hmm. so that was the routine like, like if I clean I gotta use Febreze if I clean I have to use Febreze and if you use Febreze you have to buy Febreze if you run out of wow. Febreze you have to go buy Febreze mm -hmm. so it played with people's psyche so like routine yeah. is very it's a it's a big deal. Like yeah, you know, I know there's people that, that are like completely fun. upset. Like if you break, I know some people if you they break their routine in the morning, their whole mm -hmm. mood is ruined for the. They yeah. don't know why, but it just like they they just in a grumpy mood just because they probably something in their wow. routine was broken. Oh, and, dude, I'm bro like that with work because mm -hmm. uh, I have time frames where I have to do stuff. If yeah. I'm not at like where I need to be at seven seven o'clock or even at six thirty or seven, yeah. I get so fucking annoyed. Yeah. I, I get beyond annoyed. Yeah, think about it like in a, in a something that everybody could relate to. I don't, I don't know about you guys, but like most people will relate to is drinking coffee in the morning. Oh, I, was, I don't I think was the coffee. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's the coffee that really oh, yeah, wakes, yeah. quote unquote, wakes them up. But it's just mm -hmm. part of their day. It's their, it's their ritual. They mm -hmm. drink a cup of coffee and then they start their day. But if they miss that drink of coffee, it's like I, I, my day's sluggish. I can't start. No, it's just, it's just the routine. It's just the pattern. And of course, mm -hmm. caffeine has you know, um, stuff in there that it could be a little bit addictive. So. It, there's other things there too, but it is a routine. Uh, oh, uh, going um, back to um, wake up at four. Can I, 4 can I say one more thing about the coffee? Absolutely. No, go, go for it. Okay, so I was reading this uh, book this morning. So it said, uh, "What book?" Uh, it's, it was uh, it was uh, the Bible. So when I read okay. it, like when I was read, it was like hey, it was like a it was like a um, uh, was it uh, like the little you know just the just I forgot. But like, all right, so it said, "Do you have a morning routine?" Me too. First coffee, then shower, then dress, and then breakfast. That first cup of coffee often dictates my entire morning. If I forget it, for some reason, my entire morning is thrown off. Mm -hmm. So that just made me think of what you said. Yeah. So. About the coffee. It's true. Um, Routine but is yeah, very Going back important. to the 4.30 the four thing mm -hmm. in the morning, um, one thing I realized and one thing I really do enjoy, I, I kind of do enjoy waking up that early. Like I might be one of those weird people who enjoys that time frame. I enjoy uh, it too if I go to bed. I early. get <laughs> so much stuff done. Oh, like yeah, tremendous! Like almost mm -hmm. everything that I need to do from like uh, for like my personal business to like my side hustles and my uh, the second business, I complete all those tasks within the time frame in the morning before it's even noon. And I I remember this when we used to go writing a lot. Mm -hmm. I remember um. When we come back home, when I come back from, uh, before we even leave, um, to go ride around like seven or even ten, I'm ready. I'm ready done with mm -hmm. pretty much my day. Like yeah. the rest of my day is just at the end of the day is just my reports and then I'm finished. Mm -hmm. So like that's one thing I really do love about like waking up that early. It's, it's I don't know. There's something about it, man. I want to say one thing. Like you know how uh, like you know being mindful and kind of just being aware mm -hmm. of like you know what works for you. And you say morning mm -hmm. like morning. Some people don't mm -hmm. realize that they are like they like once once it passes 12 like some people like they don't want to do anything and they don't realize that like the morning is like their their time to to really work like waking up at like 4 20 even though you don't want to do it you know some people don't want to do it like if they did wake up that early or work up at 5 30 or just a few hours early before like 12 o'clock and they just focused on just working up till 12 like they would get so much stuff done oh my mm. god it's so much like when it's like by the time you, if you wake up at like four or five o'clock in the morning and obviously i don't think everybody's able to as well so i don't want to make it a broad mm -hmm. statement that every like you mm -hmm. know there's different lifestyles to where you're not able to do that but it, for people who are like you wake up at four o'clock by the time it's noon You've been it's you've been up for eight hours. You know how much stuff you could get done at eight hours. The only stuff mm -hmm. you can't do are things that are time sensitive, like because businesses are not open. Like if you yeah. have to do like errands, like you can't do those things. But like personal stuff, personal growth type stuff, yeah, so much you could do. You could do exercise. You could read. You could work on that side project you've been working on. 
and it's just so much man um but to like i think with the whole motivation thing to wrap that all down based on everything everyone's been saying i think like the the trick and is just find shortcuts find easier things for you um one and routine like basically like shooks brings his food with him so he don't get tempted to eat other people's food like with me like um being dressed for the gym so when i wake up it's easy like you know it's harder for me to say no because i'm already dressed like what's the hold up mm-hmm. and um routine just doing routine doing the thing in the pattern is gonna get easier the longer you do it um my favorite quote like from bojack horseman it's like um <laughs> i use this all the time um it's uh, it's hard like you know uh it, it gets easier um, but it only gets easier the more you do it. Damn, I fucked up the quote. I fucked <laughs> up the quote. Ah, goddamn. Oh, um, for books, um, one of the really, really good books. I don't think you read it, Emmanuel. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not too sure if you read it, Shucks, but the book is called Extreme Ownership by mm-hmm. uh Jocko Willinks. I don't know if I'm saying his last name right, but it's a really good book. Mm, extreme Ownership. Yeah, it is by far one of one of the best books. The quote is, it gets easier every day, but you have to do it every day, and that's the hard part. That's the goddamn quote. That's a that's a great quote. Yeah. That's a really good quote. Um, So, we're actually about to hit almost an hour. So, I think we're going to end it here. Um, uh, Mr. Shooks, do you have anything you want to say? Anything that you want to promote? Um, First, I just want to say thank y'all for having me on here. Absolutely. Um, Anytime, bro. No problem, uh, uh, like I said, I'm. Uh, I have my own podcast. It's called uh, the Justin M. Shooks Leadership Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you could uh, just check it out, um, so that's all I have to say. Thank you, thank you for coming on, and would love to have you again um, in the future. Able. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's. I think that's really it for us. So, guys, that's going to end the podcast for us. Um, stay safe, stay healthy, and we'll see you guys in the next one. Peace. Peace.